Come on, everybody, it's the inside trip. So crack a high life and take a sip on that T-I-T. Get up and scream, and you can spell it backwards. You know what I mean. Your boy Brando in the house tonight. Gonna lay it down smooth and keep it tight. When Ben Watson gets on the mic, you better get ready because he brings the hype. It's about that time you already know that nasty trip, this nasty flow. The inside trip, that is the show. Don't wind up on your back, bro. Uh, what's up, wrestling fans? We're back. If anybody remembers us, uh, it's the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast coming at you with uh, episode number 120. Uh, number one for this year. Number one in your hearts. Number one in your hearts. Um, 119 was a, a good one. It was the NCAA Wrestling Bracket Breakdown, um, you know, for the tournament last year. So what we're going to do for 120 is, you know, what we've traditionally done. And, we'll, you know, we're going to recap the tournament. <laughs> We're gonna recap. We're gonna recap I mean, the 2021 tournament. We always, yeah. How about that, Spencer Lee? He won a title on no, no ACLs, knee no knees, no knees. Spencer, no knee, Lee. No surprise that Penn State, uh, you know, they did what they always do and uh, win like five freaking uh, matches in the finals. Iowa did end up winning the tournament, though. It was a close one. If you guys are wondering. Um, so, yeah, as I said, man, we're back. I don't know if anybody's even listening to this anymore are, are we back? or anybody <laughs> knows this. who we are anymore. I don't even know if this is actually recording. It's been about a year since we've tried to set this up. Um, but as I said, it's the Inside <laughs> Trip Wrestling Podcast. This would be episode number 120. Um, 120 strong. You know, we're one a year, baby. Yeah, I mean, so we better, this better be a great one. We've had so much time to prepare for this one. I tell you what, look, we had like three people ask us if we were going to do an episode again, so we felt, you know, the need to do one. I've literally begged. Oh, by the way, my name's Brandon Olinger. Join with me as always. Oh. Ben, the law dog Watson. What up? What up? What up? Oh, there we go. I forgot all about that. What up? What's up, Ben? How you been? Oh. I mean, honestly, how have you been in the last 342 days? <laughs> I've been okay. You've been all right. Not not much has changed. Uh, COVID got COVID got a healthcare attorney a little busy. Uh, Biddy's got me busy. Uh, other than that, I got nothing, man. All right, right on. Um, yeah. Uh, so, how you been? I've been okay. I'm alive. I'm alive. And honestly, uh, you know, most days when you can say you're alive, it's it's uh, better than the days you can say you can't, so I'm doing okay. Well, I don't know if I'm you can say okay. you can't. You're not fucking alive. Um, so I'm trying to think of some of the shit we used to say. Um, oh, the podcast, yeah. We got t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, we, st- we got t-shirts. Um, the podcast, uh, you can find it on, it's out there. Just Google the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. I know it's going to be on SoundCloud because we just verified that we've been paying for that shit for the last two years and not using it. Um <laughs> Apple Podcast. I don't even know if it's called Apple Podcast anymore. Um, what's it called? I don't know. Okay. Um, Stitcher, Spreaker, the Podbean, Ben's favorite. Uh, I mean, it's no. it's out there. Just Google it. You could probably even go out to uh, to our buddy WrestleStat, that website. You know, Mr. Anderson and, and, and company's uh, website, WrestleStat. I think they got us linked out there. Well, they did. <laughs> I don't, we might, it might be archived. You might have to go back and check in the archives. <laughs> Um, this is I'm already having more fun than I've had in a long time. Like honestly, so like truthfully, I've been begging Ben to do this for so long, and he's just like, I'm not ready. I, I can't. 
not ready. I wanted to be uh, ready. Know, I, I'm too busy, you know, getting ghosted by Tinder dates and I did get ghosted stuff the other like day. that. Um, I, I was a little upset about a bad sexual episode. <laughs> so he hits me up out of the blue. <laughs> we need to do the pod. I need it. <laughs> this is a true story. Like literally, you were feeling down. I was feeling a little blue. You, you, you had the blues, both in your balls and in your mind. <laughs> You're like, I you need you. You said the M word. I didn't know where you were going with that. And I'm glad you didn't say mouth. <laughs> oh, this is going to be as great as our very first episode of ever when literally only one microphone worked and it just happened to be the one sitting in front of Ben's mouth. Um, so, no, anyway, it's good to be back. Um, it's good to be, you know, your, your favorite deadbeat dads that show up once a year to your birthday party that happened the day before. <laughs> But we're here. We're here. Dude, I, we should change the podcast to the Deadbeat Dads. No, I got kids, man. And it's been a rough year. I know. <laughs> Not I got But no I kids. mean, honestly, it's, it's what it feels like, right? But hey, I do appreciate the, you know, the handful of people that's reached out to us and said, when are you guys coming back? That was nice. Of that. that was nice of you. <laughs> One guy, I forget who it is. I have to look up. He asked us like seven times if we were okay. I'm like, I appreciate that. I, but we weren't. I don't think we were okay. I, I'm not even sure we are okay. But this is this is like the first step. It is of getting back to okay. Hey, how about rates and reviews? <laughs> how about the rates? And reviews? I haven't looked. Do we have any rates and reviews? I haven't looked at the inside trip email in a year. Um, I mean, I continue to wipe out all the, the junk we get in it. Got a whole lot of OnlyFans getting dropped in there. Did you use our email to sign up for something? I did. God dang it. Oh, man. But only the dudes. That explains a lot. That explains a lot. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to be honest. Um, literally, when Ben hit me up the other day and was like, uh, let's bring this pod back. I mean, I was super pumped for it. Super geek. was like, yeah, hell yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then I realized I hadn't even read about wrestling in about a year so oh man isn't that crazy like you, we not you but like you meaning like a person just generally a person can go from like the most obsessive fan to like you kind of like forget about it almost um and, and I, I never thought i would be that person that could ever do that but well, i kind of like i was the, i got to the point where like okay i'd, I'd catch i'd watch the ohio state matches i'd watch some of the bigger matches and i watch ncaa's maybe bigs if i could but, you know, I back when we were doing this consistently, back when we were going to the NCAA tournament all the time, I mean, I would have, I would have DVRs, you know, full of matches. I'd watch probably 20 hours of wrestling a week. Dude, I don't know if I watched 20 hours of wrestling last year. I know? just watched my first 20 seconds of wrestling when I got to Ben's house, um, a little replay of the Penn State-Rutgers match. And in 20 seconds, I thought I heard Jim Gibbons say there's two chinks on the mat. Um, he said there was two cheeks. He said two cheeks. We had to the... rewind it a couple of times. He said two cheeks. We thought we thought, the I thought he said was two about cheeks get... on the mat. We and thought I was he was like, about to get canceled. Like, you can't say that, can you? Or can you? I don't know. No, I don't know. You can't say that. I don't know if you can say that. Uh, but, but honestly, so if you know, being real, like the last year and a half, last couple of years have been just just brutal, just absolutely brutal. Um, definitely thankful to be alive today, but it was hard for me to to go back to enjoying the things that I once really enjoyed. Um, and wrestling was one of those things. So, cause I associated, you know, everything I enjoyed back then to everything that's happened. And well, we're double divorcees. I don't know. If we, we, we are definitely that. double divorcees. Um, both got, we both got divorced over the past year. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and dating, dating at 40. I could, I could do a whole podcast on being a single dad and dating at 40. Mm, I, well, I'm 38. It's awful. 
I like dating at 38. No, it's, it's, it's awful. Just the, dating sucks. Well, okay, yeah, da- dating might be different. Like, I like, I mean, I'm having a good time. I, yeah, but I mean, obviously, you hit me up the other night crying, talking about let's do the pot again. It must <laughs> sounds like a oh, grand time back. Yeah, I did get ghosted one time. <laughs> Come no. on. Anyway, um, enough about us. So, yeah. Yeah, enough about us. How are you guys doing out there? Let us know. We want to make sure that everybody out there is doing good because they're probably still watching that wrestling, talking to some wrestling. Good about it, you know. And uh, I'll tell you what, though. You know, I have been kind of trying to follow a little bit of the, uh, the social media. There's a lot of really good content out there right now. Um, you know, uh, Intermat's just crushing it. Our boy Earl. You know, Willie Saylor uh, taking over Intermat, bringing yeah. bringing Earl on board. I mean, that, that was huge. It's that's huge. And so, so shout out to them for uh, you know providing us with these great rankings that we're going to go ahead and uh, be using as we continue on with this podcast. And again, I always, always, always shout out to WrestleStat and everything they do. I, th- those guys just, I think they provided something like wrestling severely was lacking for a long time. And that's just a statistical database that right. is easily accessible and reliable. Right. The repository of just being able to Google a person in the, in the sites, Google a person's name and get all their results. It's crazy. I, I still can't find your results on their site, though. But, well, that's uh, good. I hid them. I need to contact I, them. I went that. zero dark thirty on that site, man. <laughs> um. So. So yeah. So Ben, you've been ca- you've been kind of catching me up on some of the stuff that's going on lately. Like the, Spencer Lee, I guess, is not going to wrestle. Um, yeah, I think he's getting he's double got, knees. He's got surgery, no man. knees. Um, we got. Let's see. We got coaches. Like coaches wrestling now. I don't know. Is is this legal? Can you do this now? <laughs> Brady Berge was coaching, um, from my understanding, at South Dakota State. And he tweeted one day, he's like, hey, I'm, uh, I'm just going to go wrestle for Penn State again. I mean, I, you know, like inside intel, like insider trading or something I, I right there? Know. Well, you know, Kale, man, he'll, he'll – I wouldn't be surprised if we see Kale slapping his singlet on by the end of the year. <laughs> what did you say earlier? He's at the compliance office trying he's to get, a, office another get another year. Another year, man. He's getting a COVID year. Meech is just wrestling again? Dude's like, what would you say, his eighth year? I think it's, I literally think it's his eighth year. Dude, I – in college. I'm quite positive, like, the day after the NCAA championships this year, he will be walking in to perform surgery at a local hospital. Like, he's going to be he's finishing be his doctor. residency. Yeah. No. Miles so, Amin? Yeah. Is he still around? Yes. I, I tell you what, I think the Nick thing- Seriano, third Big Ten school in, what, five years? This is Wild Wild West shit, man. It, it's crazy. Compared to, like, I'm just looking back, let's say, 20 years to very less, little less than 20 years to when I was wrestling in college. Like, it was hard to transfer. Like, unless you got a release from your coach or you were ready to sit out or you were a grad student and they didn't have your program at your current school, you couldn't transfer. Remember the strict rules with the Big Ten, like even transferring within a conference? Like you had you had to like sit out at least a year no matter right. what, even if even if everybody signed even off. Even everybody agreed. I mean, yeah. even, even if your mom signed a permission slip, you still had to sit out a <laughs> That's year. That's right. You know, she packed you up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you were ready to go <laughs> on a field trip go. and it didn't work. But now, but now Nick Suriano, and I can't even keep up. I mean, go to WrestleStat, and there's like, it'll list like some people have had like three freshman years, you know, because of the COVID years and stuff. So that's kind of what's made things different too. And you got eligibility. It's bro. made it. I, I got. A, I think I got a year left at the NAI level. Uh, rumor has it Buckeyes could use a 97 pound. Oh man, I, so I'd have to cut some weight. <laughs> 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 oh God, I don't even. Yeah, that Gavin Hoffman. What the hell's going on there? But no, it is Wild Wild West. You know, I kind of started to get back into it over the past month or so, just kind of watching. Um, I mean, we thought that 
Iowa, I mean, that, that was the team, right? They, they, they were going to go back, and they were going to win two titles in a row. Penn State might have a chance to push them. Well, Michigan was looking good, but Iowa was going to win it. Now without Spencer Lee, that's 20-something points. That Now, who, who knows how much they're – I mean, Drake Ayala – I right. mean, you were you were kind of filling me in on him a little bit. I mean, this guy, like you know, big time recruit, true freshman, right? Yeah, true freshman, thirteen and three on the year. I mean, three losses to Pat McKee, but he's got some great wins. And McKee took third last year. I mean, so, so yeah, I mean, obviously you're going to lose big time points. You know, guaranteed championship points, bonus points with Spencer Lee. But I mean, here's a guy that could definitely step in and take top six. Yeah, based right. on he, what he he's might be able to get so you far. twelve points. I mean, or so you got to wrestle the tournament, though. Right, you got to wrestle the tournament, but. Even the weirder thing that to me is the DeSanto thing with – I think it's, it's either Shriver or Shriver who was another guy they had in red shirt. Um, and then DeSanto after he tried to fight his family, I guess, at an open tournament or something like that. DeSanto tried to fight his own family? No, not DeSanto's family. I think he tried to fight this, this other kid's family at least from what I was reading or something. What was, okay, but it was at an open tournament? Yeah, I guess that they were – In wrestling. season? Yeah, this year. This year. I guess, I guess they were wrestling each other and um, – sh- I don't know the guy's name, Shriver, Shriver, whatever. You guys are going to have to forgive us, man. I, we, we, we don't, I'm not gonna, my pronunciations are going to be pretty bad. We never pronounced anything right anyway, so. But I guess they were wrestling, and like, uh, you know, DeSanto was winning, but Shriver was like not just laying down, right? Which, okay. you know, you'd think okay. a teammate, like he's mad that the teammate's not just laying down for him. And, you know, as two teammates, you don't ever really, from my recollection, you know, the team doesn't cheer. Before you go any right? further there, yeah. I do want to just interject and say, like, this is an open tournament. Shriver's still in redshirt at this, at this time, right? Right. Okay, so at that point, unless you're using this as a wrestle-off in-season open tournament, there's no reason for them to even wrestle that match. Yeah, I, I Honestly, why they did it. there's no reason to even wrestle that I match. that happens. Most, most schools will use that as, as wrestle-offs. I mean, Ohio State's notorious for that. Um, it's, uh, we're not talking about a guy that's out of redshirt. We're talking about a guy that's in red shirt right. against a multiple-time All-American, so Stud he, and DeSanto. So here's what it is. Colin Shriver, it was at the Luther Open. It looks like it might have been the finals match. It was either finals, yeah. And uh, DeSanto beat him 8-4. to four, But Shriver's dad was rooting on his son. Right or wrong, I mean, look, he was rooting on his son. You know, would, should, should everybody just shut up and let two kids on the same team wrestle? Maybe. And has this probably been talked about a million times by some other people? Because we're just getting into it. I haven't listened to a thing. Sure. I haven't read a single article, watched a single match. Right. I literally, guys, all I know about wrestling this year is that Jim Gibbons said there was two cheeks on the mat, and I thought he said something completely inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, the Sandal then like threatened. This is all speculation and hearsay to me. I didn't hear it. But DeSanto apparently threatened like Shriver's dad. <laughs> and um, well, I mean. Rightfully so. Right, because he was cheering for him. And is, did he, okay. So, so what's the problem? What's the problem? So then they go out and they pull Shriver's red shirt? But that's the question. And now he wrestles some duels? And he wrestles and he loses to Lucas Bird 5-0 and he loses to uh, Chris Cannon 5-3. Okay, they made a mistake. Don't, don't, you, you pulled his red shirt. What are you trying to create? Is Brands, is this another mind game? No, I'm wondering, is DeSanto there? Well, I mean, he wrestled January 7th and the Luther Open was before then. No, but, but he didn't wrestle 14th or 16th. But when was the Luther Open? No, that was way back in the okay. day. Okay, so, but he wrestled January 7th. That's literally been, that's a week ago. No, what I'm trying to say is, did some, look, DeSanto is freaking, he's a time, ticking time bomb. Why has, why, why did you pull Shriver's red shirt? There's two reasons. DeSanto's injured, 
or he got booted off the team. You don't pull a red shirt of a guy who is but, potentially part of your future. Maybe Shriver's dad was like, I'm going to transfer my boy, and Tom Brands was like, I'm going to pull his red shirt, you know, miss a year. <laughs> I would if I was a coach. Okay, maybe that happened. <laughs> all, this is all circling back to the fact that Iowa at one point was set up to be yeah, back to your the team to point. beat. And now, if you, if you lost Lee and potentially DeSanto, well, shit, I don't even know if they're even in the conversation. You know what I mean? So, there's it, been a lot of... It's, it's, we have a team race here, and it's going to be a good one. That's what I was trying to get at. I mean, I think even with Spencer Lee and even with DeSanto, there's a team race. Okay, I think we, we've seen that. I'm sorry. Have we, have we not learned our lessons? Have we not learned our lessons hey, with they Penn State? they lost last year. They, they, they did. But it was still relatively close, right? Uh, it wasn't a runaway. No, it wasn't a runaway. It wasn't a runaway. It's still relatively close. So right now the rankings would be um, – Intermat's got Penn State scoring 112.5, and Iowa scoring 92.5. So you got to add in Spencer Lee's points there because I doubt they have Iowa All Americaning, which would add points. Yeah, they don't. They got Drake Iowa at 12, so that's like two points for the NCAA tournament, I think. Roughly. So what, what they're saying is let's add Spencer Lee. Let's just give him 20 points, um, and it puts him even. So all Spencer Lee. So you're right. It would have been really close. Yeah. Although Lee would likely have scored more than 20 points. Yeah, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I get what you're saying. I just think that yes, there is a team race now. I still have to say, look, there was a team race before. I'm done. I'm I'm done. Just you know, getting burned by Penn State. I've learned my lesson. I'm I've got I got Stockholm syndrome, man. I'm sorry. It's not going to go away. <laughs> I know. It's not going to go away. Um, so. You know what else isn't going to go away? Uh, Stevon Micic? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, somebody please. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I need some help understanding this. It's Nick, impossible. I just don't get it. I, I tried to look at it from for a couple, I mean, for like an hour and a half today to try to figure out how. Like all these people, are I thought Miles Amin was a senior last year. He was, but that year, last year didn't count. I thought the year before didn't count. No, last year didn't count. The year before counted. I thought the year before the Wait. tournament got canceled. No, yeah, and the that year didn't be- count. Then last year we had a tournament. Last year was a free year. So last year's a free year. Oh, okay. Last year was a free year. Oh man, I don't get it. The year before the tournament was canceled because it was COVID. canceled. Yeah, right, and so that, that was- counted because. Like, as we remember, Pletcher and Moore didn't get a chance. So okay. some people only got three years of eligibility. Well, Tom Ryan has already bitched about this. While well, others are getting five. Well, yeah, I mean. Six. Okay. I, I got to side with Tom Ryan on this. Now, hindsight being twenty twenty, looking back and seeing how things played out. Like, the year the tournament gets canceled, those kids get screwed. And then everybody else after that, we're like, yeah, you just get all these extra years. Right. Free year. Dude, go look at Meechick's wrestle stat. Yeah. I mean, you literally have to you have to click pages. You got you got to go to like multiple pages to look at his wrestle stat. He he was a freshman in 2015 at Northwestern. Northwestern. Then he was a redshirt freshman injured in 16. In 17 he was a redshirt freshman. In 18 he was a sophomore. In 19 he was a junior. 20 he was a senior. 21 he was a redshirt senior because of Olympics. In 2022 he's a redshirt senior again because of the free COVID year. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 
He still hasn't won 100 matches. <laughs> he still hasn't won 100 matches. All that, and that's where you went with that. I love it. 93 and 15, like a little bitch. Anyways. <laughs> okay. All right, we are back. Speaking speaking of Michik, how about Ohio State, Michigan? Um, so... This was this was a good. We year, picked good years, not to not to really be involved. Yeah, exactly. No bets. Oh, um, man. Michigan's got a tough looking team, though. And, and you look at if you look at uh, Intermatch like team race. I mean, they're only like three points out of away from Iowa. Yeah, not, in that yeah. second place. Not only that is, but I mean, like, I think that they got some room. I, I think they have like some uh, what's called like some room in the rankings to move up. I, I like Michigan. I think that unfortunately they're going to be really, really damn good this year, uh, finishing out, and and they proved it. Wrestling Iowa or press, excuse me, wrestling Ohio State. They got seven returning All Americans, anchored by an NCAA champ, and Suriano, two runners up. I mean, Michich was a champ too before. No, Michich was a runner up. Never won it. Lost to Seth Gross. He didn't win it the year, next year. Uh uh-uh. uh He no. He he lost to Gross. No. Then his third year he. Lost in the semis and then beat Pletcher for third and fourth. Really? And then Mason Paris is also runner up. Okay. All right. Yeah, if you look at Michik, he's uh No, no, I believe you, man. He took he a fourth, second, four, and two, third. third. Yeah, four, two, three. He took fourth in two thousand seventeen. It's twenty twenty two. It's it's honestly it's like he's on an Olympic cycle in college. I know. It's weird. But they got seven return all Americans. I mean, that's a hell of a squad. And think about that. Seven return All-Americans, and they're not even within – they're, like, still, like, 13 points away from Penn State right now. That's how – and Penn State's on a down-ass year. Well, the great thing is, is, I mean, I, I would assume one of the year's biggest dual meets is coming up this Friday when Penn State wrestles Michigan State – or Michigan. Yes. And I think there's going to be some, some epic battles in that. Um, I mean, some sitting? Well – Look, we've you know we've gotten all geared up, popped the Viagra before, only to be anticlimactic in some of these duels. Um, but you know what? I'm still going to pop that Viagra for this match and pop it. Uh, sit down and watch it, and hopefully get to see two cheeks on the mat. Um, <laughs> um, but I mean, there is going to be some great battles. I mean, just look look right there at 141 alone. Nick Lee and Michic. That's a great match. Contrasting styles too, like slow it down with the Russian two on one against the just annoying, annoyingly in your face style of Nick Lee. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow your mind. Michik lost to Cole Matthews this year. It happens. I mean, he beat Klebo uh, eight six. Lost to Cole Matthews eleven to five. Got turned a little bit. Lost to D'Amelio twelve to seven. D'Amelio actually. Wrestled him tough, took him down at the end. Um, I don't know if this is the same Michik, but anyways, let's uh, let's talk Ohio State, um, Ohio State, Michigan first. Okay, if, if you don't mind. No, I because I, I think that'll be a good setup when we talk about Michigan, and you, we don't got to go through the whole. Do you mind like giving me a minute to like actually find the results? Oh yeah, go ahead, man. Uh, I went to Flow, and there's a picture of John Smith wrestling with a goofy. An Apollo Creed hat on. Uh, that's like the, feels like the last time I, I paid attention to wrestling. Um, <laughs> so when Johnson is competing, where can I find these results at? Um, 
Maybe if I go to Wrestle Stat. No, not Wrestle Stat. Um, where did I find them? I found them on uh, on Intermat. Intermat. If you go to the first page of Intermat, go to Friday Night Doom Weeds. Ooh, Friday Night. This is a great podcast right here. This is good. I mean, good pod fodder right here. Good pod fodder. Yeah. I'm the pod fodder. Gavin Teasdale set for his MMA debut. Yeah. Drug addict to you and I. He was at you and I, right? He was at Penn State. Then he Penn went State. to. No, he didn't go to UNI. Who's the kid that went to UNI? No, that's uh, what's his face? Who's like good? Um, he was at Penn State too. <laughs> Hold on, he's ranked pretty high. Um, you know who it is. Regardless, the point I was making, Brody is, Teske. Is, yeah, Teske. Teasdale. I mean, for him to go through what he went through, and I just saw this this headline, but for him to go through what he went through, man, uh, and then now he's making his MMA debut. Good for him. Good on him. Yeah. I like that. All right, so yeah, uh, Ohio so, State, Michigan. So Nick Seriano, Malik Heinzelman, right? All right. I mean, let's just like let's not get too into the weeds here. I, you know, I'm just going to give you like one thing that is insane to me is that Nick Seriano actually could make 125 again yeah, on like a Big Ten schedule. There's a few I understand guys that he I'm wrestles, surprised that can make 125. Right. I understand that he wrestles 57 kilo in the Olympic you know cycle, but. It's totally different when you're weighing in a couple times versus, you know, putting in the Big, big Ten grind. Now, he's, he just came back. He's only had a couple matches. Uh, he looks hella good. His hair looks hella good. You seen that hair? It looks awful. I like it. Dude, he— I like I, them flowing locks, baby. No, he, he's skinny. His hair is just— looks, He kind of looks like Skeletor. I mean, he looks like a homeless dude. He looks like a homeless vagabond. Vagabond? Uh, didn't he play in that movie Call of the Wild or whatever, Into the Wild? That's what he looks like with Emil Hirsch. I'm but, kidding. He, but he put it on Malik, and Malik is one of those guys. He's a – I think he's going to – you know, everybody will have, an, he's gonna, will have another year next year, but I don't know if he's going to come back. I don't know if we – he had like a huge redemption song last year um, until the Big Ten National Tournament, and it kind of just fell apart. And then, he, you know, he ended up wrestling at the – I mean, what was it, at the, at the NCAA Tournament? He freaking uh, lost to uh, Robbie Howard, who he'd beaten earlier in the year. Kind of just yeah, that was kind of a heartbreak. Yeah, Malik loss. was like a guy that people were thinking, okay, he's finally going to freaking turn the corner. He has one win this year that's of note, and it was over Sam Latona. But Sam Latona, that's a big win. Sam Latona's six and six right now because he's so sucked out. Oh yeah, he's not he's, Sam Latona from last no. year. Latona from last year was a bad dude. Bad dude. Bad dude. I mean. It, Right, and Malik beat him 5-2 this year. Did, did Latona fail to All-American last year? No, he All-American. Did he? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if he All-American or failed to All-American. No, he All-American, but I, I can tell you I right don't now. think it was as high as what we, we, we thought he No, would. he went in as like a two-seed, wasn't he, or something like that? No, Brandon Courtney was the two-seed, remember? I picked Brandon Courtney to make the finals. Right. You picked Brandon Courtney not to uh, AA. I know. So Latona took six last year. Okay, yeah, and Latona, I mean, I think he he might have even been the three-seed, I mean, three or four-seed yeah. at the tournament. But he's um, uh. Man, I mean, he's he's struggled this year, man. I mean, struggled. He did lose to Courtney eight four. He lost to Rougeau twelve two. He lost to uh, Joe Mancho from Columbia ten eight. Then he lost to Brody Teske seven four, and then Malik as well as he, he got pinned by Noah Certain. I watched that match actually. Actually, I watched a little bit of wrestling. Michigan, I don't know. man, God, Michigan really laid it on Ohio State, didn't they? They did. They did. But so Malik's got that one nice win. Other than that, you know, he hasn't really had like a ton of people to test him. I mean, that's obviously going to change um, as the Big Ten schedule continues to uh, continues to go on. But what's Malik ranked right now? Eighteenth. Eighteen, I think, which is 
to me, that's like super low. I mean, yeah. Compared to a guy. Russell Stats got him year, like, I mean, He's 11 and 2. Right. And last year, he'd beaten some really good guys, man. Last year, he kind of, like I said, he went on that redemption song, beating like Barnett, beating. Um, who else did he beat? He beat uh, Schroeder. No, he didn't beat Schroeder. He beat. Uh, Michigan State you know, guy. Foley, but Fo- you know, Foley, Foley got yeah. him at the net. He, That's what Foley I mean. got him at NCAA's, and he just had a bad NCAA championship last year. Is what it was. But uh, he beat. Did he beat Schroeder last? No, he no, lost one and nothing. One zero. Yeah, yeah, and then he got worked on top. Um, so, but I mean, he's eleven and two. I think the problem, you know, like you said, he just hasn't. He's got one bad loss. To be honest, Brandon Kaler from Oregon State, five to three at Cliff Keen, just doesn't have the wins. Other than Sam Latona, which at this point, like you said, is not—it's just not a great win, right? It's not—it's not—it's not the win that it used to be. But when you look at 125, just in general, go, looking at those rankings, I mean, after—I mean, after what? Like the top three, four? Is it wide? Is it wide open? Would you say? I mean, Suriano, Glory, Arujá, Courtney, down eleven. You know what I mean? I, I know, but look at the top four. I think top four. There's a little bit of separation from oh, those yeah, guys. No, you, have, you know. After Courtney, and then you, you Hildebrand, Ayala, Schroeder, Pat McKee. I would say top three. You wouldn't as put much Courtney. as I like Brandon Courtney. I wouldn't quite put him in that. I mean, he, that he, he okay. So he did just just this weekend get beat up pretty bad by Pat Glory. Yeah, twelve four or something like that. Uh, yeah, twelve to six. Twelve six. Um, so I wouldn't quite put him in that echelon, but I think he's a little better than Card uh, Cardinal Killian, who All American last year. He's a returning national runner-up, Ben. I know, I know. COVID year is different, though. Arugio or Glory and Soriano. None of the top three. Think about that. None of the top three ranked right now competed at the NCAA tournament last year. No, it's insane. And, and honestly, if I'm, I don't understand how Arugio makes twenty-five too. I, I don't. I don't get it. No, I like it though. The guy who took third last year, ranked, ranked eighth. I mean, you know, it's kind of been. I mean, you got shorter down at fourteen. You know, at one point, I bet last year he was probably ranked top three. I think he was. In fact, Schroeder might have been the third or fourth seed last year. Right. So at the NCAA tournament. Um. Anyway, carry on. Michigan really put it on Ohio State. They did. Uh, I, I think all I could say is, you know, God, the mercenary Nick Suriano. That <laughs> fucking Michigan's lucky as hell to get them. Get him. Uh, Thirty-three. This the story's twofold here to me. One, Ragason looks like a guy that's a player on the NCAA, a player on the national level. Was he it? was last year. He looked like last year at twenty five, right? And he kind of fell off at the end end of the year, which you see a lot of dudes cutting way too much weight do. Right, exactly. And didn't he go? He w- he was balancing weights last year between thirty three and twenty five. Right. He yeah. He him couldn't. And his, him and the other dude. Um, who was the guy he was going back and forth with? Oh, you know who I'm talking about. Um, he's like a goer, dude. Oh, I forget his name. Um, I can't remember. But anyways, yeah, I think he's not going to even start. But um. Ragason, he's definitely more of a 33-pounder, and he looks good. He's ranked eighth. He's beaten Chris Cannon already this year. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy from Northwestern who was All-American last year. Former Pretty Blair, solid dude. Blair kid, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, tough kid. Um, he looked great, but the, I think the bigger story here is what the hell's Ohio State doing at 133? They have, I mean, that's been empty weight class for a couple of years. They Let had – Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was just, just talking about the, bigger stories. I think – you're right. I'm looking at Ohio State's lineup, and some of these names, I'm like, who? Yeah, but I mean, so Will Betancourt's a transfer, I believe, from Lockhaven. Mm-hmm. He was a PA champ. He's just a fill-in guy, right? You know what I mean? Like he, him, and Coons from battling it out to see which one of them was going to start. Ohio State's got a great recruiting class coming in, though, right? Including Buzakis. a guy 
for 133. Buzakis. You're, lead, you're leading me where I was I, trying to go. I, I mean, <laughs> and I think that's something that we're going to get to touch on a lot more, like especially as we go into the offseason with Ohio State. But I am looking at these results here in Ohio State's lineup, and it's kind of like it, it, it honestly reminds me of the movie Major League when they're like, who the hell are these guys? Right. With the exception of Caleb Romero only losing to Miles Demean 3-1 to one in sudden victory. That was the that's. Yep. That well, there was two matches of the night. That was one of them. I mean, that's a surprising. I don't want to say there's moral victories. I don't know if there are moral victories on the college level. Maybe there are. Coaches will tell you there's not. Right. Um, but I would say that's it's a pretty good for Caleb Romero to go up, you know, up a weight class and be able to do that. Oh, he looks every bit of one eighty four pounder too. And not only that. Him and Amin were dead even. They both almost took each other down a couple times. So uh, I was going to ask you, you watched the match, right? Oh, yeah, I watched so it twice. I, I, I didn't watch the match, but, I mean, was he able to scramble with Amin? Oh, dude, he, he, he almost outscrambled Amin until the end. They were in a 50-50 position, and Amin was just a little bit savvier, I think. Um, well, so, absolutely. I mean, Amin's been there for like six years. So years. Amin got in on a single leg within the first five seconds of the match and, and, and got it up in the air. Romero was able to fight it down all the way to where he gets his hips down and beats it. And then the rest of the entire match, Romero got got deep in on a high crotch. I mean, Sandville cracked down. He couldn't finish. Other than that, it was a lot of them trading attempts. You could tell how athletic Ethan Smith is in this match because, you know, he's he's a lot. Caleb Romero. Caleb Romero, yeah. Ethan Smith got whooped up on by Logan. Right. So, well, we'll talk about that match next. Um, So, Caleb Romero – you know, he kind of moves forward uh, on the train tracks guy, but he's way more athletic than you would think. Um, Amin tried to take him down a couple times with some low-level shots, and they weren't even close. Got into overtime. Still wrestling from space? Yeah. Oh, yeah, got into overtime. Amin almost took him down with a go-behind. Romero grambied out of it. Then they both get back up to their feet. And then Romero on the edge hits him with the sickest ankle pick. Almost gets him, but they end up going out of bounds. And then... Um, in the final, uh, the, the final takedown, uh, they ended up getting in a fifty-fifty position, like a scramble position, and Amin just ended up winning that position. But Romero's right there. I mean, right there with him. I, and I think for a guy who's never all American before, damn. It, the shocking thing to me here is like, you know, I remember last year before the season started, Ohio State kind of tweeted out a picture of uh, some of their dudes in the weight room or whatever, and Romero looked massive, almost like, is this guy going 84 or 97 massive? Right. And he ended up going 74. And the fact that he's at 84 this year, looking every bit of an 84-pounder, like you said, and still being able to maintain his athleticism, because uh, let's keep it real, like, that's what he was known for coming up, you know, growing up. He was an athletic freak. He was an absolute athletic freak. Right. Um, and for him to be able to maintain maintain that and keep this match three to one sudden victory, a match that could be reversed it, no, it, for it all a, intents and purposes. It was a purposes. good match, man. It was a good match. And, and look, I know that um, it's kind of like, okay, what have you done for me lately? And Romero hasn't wrestled. I mean, he's six and one on the year because he hasn't been able to wrestle a ton, but he did beat Taylor Van seven to three. Can I ask a question real quick? Yeah. Because this goes to my ignorance of what's going on in, in college athletics right now. Um, have they switched this to a one semester sport yet? No. Okay. No, they've not. They've not. <laughs> Brandon, you really haven't watched wrestling in a while. So there were there were duels. I guess there was. Yeah, yeah there were dual matches. Pro- not yeah, duels, not, not yeah. well. Clip. I mean, those are invitationals and open tournaments and stuff. Okay, so you said Logan Massa laid it on Ethan. It's ten to five. The score says it's laid it, it on. Four to three. After the second period, going into the third period. All right, you laid it on him in the third period. Then. Well, you gotta listen. Okay. 
You're not listening. I'm pissing you off is what I'm trying to do. Okay. Logan Massey is a Buckeye killer. He's the one that put Romero out last year at the NCAA Tournament 6-1 to one movie. Yeah. But, so, first period zeros. Second period, Ethan Smith reverses them. And then Massa gets in on a low level, and Ethan Smith does this, like, KO far ankle, like, uh, spin around, kick the armpit type thing, scores a takedown, freaking badass. And we're like, oh, my God, Ethan Smith beating up on Massa. He's looking good. Third period, they're wrestling well. And Ethan Smith gasses. I don't care what anybody says. Ethan Smith gassed, took a bad shot, got beat on a go-behind to his left side. And as he was coming up, Massa did a nice job dropping down to a single leg and dumping it. And then he went bow and arrow. And oh. looked like freaking Zane Rathaford. And Ma- Logan Massa has always had a really good bow and arrow. I remember back in, I think it was his freshman year of the year, he took third when him he matched up with uh, Anthony Valencia at Cliff Keen, and he bow and arrowed him mm-hmm. like to death in that tournament. That's what it was, man. So it was 4-3, takedown, took him down with like a minute 10 left. Can I watch this match again? Took him down with a minute 10 left because Ethan Smith gassed. Ethan Smith had on the mat, bow and arrowed the shit out of him, turned him, riding time. 10-5. So what I'm trying to say is Ethan Smith, I will say first period's even. Ethan Smith definitely out-wrestled him in the second period. But Logan Massa just went to work on the third period. And um, the, the score looks lopsided. And Logan Massa definitely beat him up in the third. But that's another match that I really do think could be reversed. So I guess all that to say is, and all this to say, and the, we're not going to get too in-depth to it, the Buckeyes still have, I would say, Four wrestlers that like I'm extremely excited about on their team. I mean, I think they got some guy. Look, not definitely, definitely not a dual team. Well, I guess mean, and, and, you know, not a dual team. That's right. what I'm saying. Um, they definitely have guys that can score some points or shake up some brackets in the tournament. Um, much like Ethan Smith did last year. I think Ethan Smith had his coming out party Took last fifth year. Last year, you know, we knew, you know, we we knew we had it in him. Uh, R16. National qualifier was always in on dude's legs, always in on Couldn't dude's finish. legs. Just could never finish. And then last now year, he he's doing how to it. Yes, and, 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 and it paid dividends for him too. Taking fifth last year, but <coughs> you know, between you know those guys and guys like Sammy Sasso, um, how about our freshman? How about our boy that could win it? Who's got a huge match on Friday? I mean, Carson Karchla. I th- I can't wait to see him wrestle. How's he look looking with the knee? Oh, knee's good. Is it good? Yeah, he took the brace off. He's wrestling good. I think it's more about his ability to vary attacks now than anything. He's um, he's really relying on a pull single to the guy's right leg. Um, I mean, and it's a dominant pull single. I mean, he just – look, Karshla – Dare I say that Karshla is actually a bad matchup for Marinelli stylistically? He's not going to get bullied by him. And he's got great counter. He's got. I think Karshla's always had great counter offense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's great. It, it's. Uh, I don't. Oh, I don't know if he's going to win the match. It's. It's hard to, to make that pick right now. But I don't think Man, Marinelli's been hit or miss this year. So he looked not very good. I mean, fourteen and zero. It sounds like he's been hitting a lot. Well, what, what was his second to last duel meet? Um, forfeit against Northwestern. Okay, give me the second to last one he wrestled. Um, Hayden Laurie teched him twenty two to seven. Last one, Danny Bronigle. Great. I mean, t- Danny Bronigle's tough. He won four to one, and he really. It may I must have been four I to one. Be I actually watched that match, so I did actually watch that match the other day. Um, I'm I mean, missing a couple, but um, you're talking oh, about Kale Carlson from Minnesota, the Minnesota six guy. to five. Yeah, that's right. And then he went out and looked better. What I'm saying is, there's a tale. There's you know, a tale of two cities. A tale of two cities for for um, 
It was the best of Marinelli. times. Marinelli. It was the worst right. of times. This is the worst of times. But no, look, I'm a big Marinelli guy. We, we have been for a long time. I just think, I think stylistically, I've always liked Karchla's style. I think he, like you said, he's not going to get bullied. He's very, very fundamentally sound. A lot well, like he, Marinelli is. Yeah. A lot like Marinelli is. And he's he a great, even be more he's a great guy. And yes, and I, I, would, I would almost agree with you there. But Marinelli I think he's got, little, he's got great weird counter offense. Um, he reminds me, and I, it, it, we're going back, you know, going back a ways here, but do you remember, remember how Dustin Slater was with yes, his counter offense? Absolutely. I mean, he would, he would hammer, he would make guys pay so bad for taking bad shots, for taking good shots, for just for taking shots. And I'm not saying Karchla's at that level, but he's at that level. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Right. So Karchla's only lost this year as a 5-4 to four loss to turning national champ. Um, he's, Griffith, he's, yeah. He's beaten uh, Julian Ramirez. It's kind of a, Julian Ramirez has had a really nice year. Julian Ramirez beat Griffith, for, for freak's sake. Um you know Julian Maris from Blair. From Bla- I'm, yeah, I yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's, a, he's a he's a super frosh. Or not, you know what I mean? Like he's a he's one of those. Didn't him and David Carr have a battle at Iron Man one year? Yeah, I believe they did. Yeah, I could be wrong. Uh, no, Julian Ramirez is who. He was in Snod's bracket, wasn't he? No, Snod was a little younger than Ramirez. No, he was. He was. Yeah, in he Snod's was in Snod's bracket. bracket, but a different year. I think. Yeah, he did have a different year. With Carr. Um, I think I think Ramirez might have been younger. Um, Ramirez younger than Carr. Older than Snod. Gotcha. Hey, by the way, I ran into Snod the other day. Where? Yeah, he's training down at Queen City Grappling Club. I got back on the mats down there. He's Is down he? there. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's he doing? He's he's getting his life sorted out. He's getting his life sorted out. And I'm happy for him. Apparently, he's going to have some responsibility left with that COVID. Uh, dude looks like a freaking tank. Like a tank. Does he want to wrestle again? No. Why? I, I, I think he wants to fight. I think he wants to fight. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to fight him. Imagine <laughs> if he was training with Kekison right now. <laughs> Let's not. Even, we don't even need to go there. But anyway, I just wanted to let you know. I, I saw him the other well, day. Well, good. I'm, I hope and, he's uh, doing he, well. He, he smiling, looked happy. Uh, he's working a lot. Queen City. Queen City Grappling Club. It's down in Middletown. Yeah, run by my boy Ruben Vera. Ruben claiming Middletown's the Queen City. Um, they draw from Cincinnati. They draw a lot from Cincinnati. I'm just giving him a hard time. I mean, Cincinnati. I would definitely, definitely a Queen City. Go Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. But uh, I think the Karsla, um where they got him ranked like seventh right now. He he's 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 one that um well you know what? Let's look at that. Let's just let's just have some fun. Well, it, we don't I, have much I'm looking it. at WrestleStat right now, and Karshla is at seventh on WrestleStat. But when you look at the guys ahead of him, um, I mean, everyone is undefeated minus Shane Griffith and Julian Ramirez. Julian Ramirez is ahead of him on WrestleStat. Right. It's um, a yeah, it's a different thing. Um, and Karshla has that win over Ramirez this year. Griffith already beat him. Okay, got that. Marinelli, Evan Wick, Keegan O'Toole. I mean, Keegan O'Toole was a bad dude last year, so I can only imagine how good he is this no, he's year. He's looked awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's bonusing everybody. Who is Dean Hamity from Wisconsin? Wisconsin, fourteen and zero. Who is this dude? Let's check him Dean out. Ham and Cheese. Let's check out Ham and Cheese. This is fun. Nobody's going to listen to this, but it's fun to me. Uh, people are going to listen to this. I mean, this dude. Who is Dean Dean Ham and Cheese? Well, I know he's got an eighty-five percent. He's got an eighty-six percent bonus rate. Fourteen and zero. Who is he beating though? Because I never. Because I okay. I, I typically yeah. fancy myself. He's a, beating um, a decent like. Uh, yeah, I, I got you. Uh, Bronigal, Zach Hartman. Okay. Oh, um, oh, Hartman, All-American last year. Uh, 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 Philip Canigliaro from Harvard. Oh, shit. Just got, I mean, dude's 11-4. and four, But he's, he's a freshman, 
He's a true freshman. He's 14 and 0 with an 86 percent bonus rate. He beat Bronco 10 0. That I mean that's that's crazy, dude. That's I think crazy. It, yeah, the win that probably got him like the the big uh, the the high rankings Hartman right. I mean, Hart, he stuck him. Hartman took six last year. And I don't think it's just the wins. I think it's how he's winning too. You keep talking. I'm a fall decision major tech fall tech fall major fall fall. I I bet you he's a freaking Askren guy. Uh, Could be. You know what I mean from from Askren Academy. I am going to return. Oh, three time Illinois champ. Oh, Illinois. Okay, he's not an Askren guy. Oh my God! Look at this guy. He looks ridiculous. (laughs) Does he? Yeah. Turn your monitor around. I will. Oh, he's like a t- – oh, okay, I bet you he's one of those guys that's like super lanky. He's like an Andonian, I bet. Like an Evan Wick? Yeah, look at him. He's six foot tall. Look at him. At 165 pounds. Karshla is like five foot two. Oh, my God, that's going to be a That's going to be a great match. He looks like a baby. He does. And I don't mean that in like a – I'm not cracking on him. He- oh, was heavily favored for his fourth title, but tournament was canceled due to COVID. I, but here's the thing. Super 32 champion, Fargo I picked, champion. I wouldn't have picked him to win that fourth title, would you have? In Illinois? Mm-hmm. Of course I would have. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so. Parents are Dean Sr. and Mary. So ma- make a pick. Make a pick. Karshler or Marinelli? Oh, I, yeah, just make a pick. I was like, I've never seen Dean Hammity wrestle. Um, trying uh, to get us back on track here. Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh I'll probably I'm gonna go with Marinelli. Right Where's now. the duel at? It's at Cavelli. It's at Cavelli. It's yeah. at Ohio State. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Karshall in that. Really, thing. I am. I think if this was at Carver, I think Woo. it's a different story. Um, I think it's one of those matches where you know Marinelli squeaks out or right. out savages him at the end. Maybe the moment the maybe the moment gets a little bit too big. You know, and you know for Karshall in the moment, the crowd, uh, the fact that it's at you know at Ohio State. I'm gonna take Karshall in this match. I like it. Um, but you know that I mean it's not like Marinelli's not going to have some people that are rooting for him. I'm not talking about having people rooting for you. I'm just talking about the environment. The I mean, look, yeah. Marinelli's going to have people rooting for him everywhere he goes. Yeah, that's true. Karshlet would have people rooting for him at Carver. Hey, by the way, I call I call Dean Hammity as like my uh, new favorite wrestler. <laughs> he's my sleeper, guys. He's our sleeper pick this year. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down, guys. Hey, for your Dean fan- Hammity's. Hey, for your, for, your- fa- for your fantasy drafts this year. Yeah, for wrestling. Actually, go out to the go out and pick up Dean Hammity on the free agent wire. Okay, he's got to be. He's got to be available. I've never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one thing I was bummed about, and it's—I'm not like I don't—I don't know what's going on, but man, it would have been nice to see Karshall and Amin wrestle. That would have been a fun match because both of them are very. I'm not super high on Cam Amin. I've, I've never been super high on Cam Amin. I think it, yes, it would have been fun to watch him wrestle. And go ahead, you were saying about but, positioning. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna get too. I think it would have been nice another like let's say Karshall wins. Then it would, it's like okay, now he's got. It'd been another name. Been, yeah, yeah. would have been another name. Um. Is the Gavin Hoffman experiment over, or because he's only a sophomore, based on based on COVID years? You know, I you watched the match. I didn't. The fact that he only lost to Brucky five to two tells me no, it's not. Who else are we going to throw in there right now at this point? Nobody. Rocky, Caleb Romero. No, maybe. Rocky. I mean, if Romero's big enough, could he? He's got all that athleticism. Move well, him up there. Well, the, the no, no, we're not throwing. Floor. We're not throwing Rocky in anywhere. Okay, he's. Literally the like Dude, Rocky most, did Rocky make the round round of twelve last year? He's the most boring person to watch wrestle. I think Rocky Jordan made the round of twelve last year. Okay. Well, he's fishing now, he's having a good life. All right, catching some bass. 
Dude, he just won the Purple Red Chase Open. Chase some ass. <laughs> you know he just won the Purple Red Open, right? Oh, well, then throw him in there. Dude, he made the round of 12 last year. At the Purple Raider Open? No. <laughs> he made the round of 12 of the NCAA tournament last year. He's just done? He, well, he's not cracking the lineup, dude. And there's got to be a reason for it. And it might be because it's terrible to watch. You can't beat Hoffman. You can't beat Hoffman. Yeah. You know, could it be that Hoffman's one of those guys that looks good in the room but just doesn't have it between the years on the mat, like come, come competition time? I have no clue. Because he I, – I don't, I don't get it. When it didn't mean anything, his red shirt year, he looks good. Didn't he, didn't he look good against uh, Miles Martin for like a, a quick minute when Not they were wrestling? Miles Martin. It was uh... – Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When they wrestled off, when right? they wrestled off, you know, didn't you know? Mm-hmm. At least got, got got some takedowns on him or something. We were excited. We were really excited. Yeah, and then, you know, I'm 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 almost rooting for, I'm almost rooting for Gas St. Gary out there. You know, he's at Oregon State, right? Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Honestly, good for him. Tom Ryan, shame on you, dude. Shame on you. He he won a big. Hold on, because Taint Tate is a worse nickname than Gas Tank Gary. Taint <laughs> Tate. You know, he did All American last year, right? In a COVID year. Tate. <laughs> I mean, that argument applies both ways, doesn't it? <laughs> Tate, Tate, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, you're going to have to be the guy. That, I'm going to have to be the farting dude. <laughs> joke guy. I don't know what else to tell you. Hey, guessing Gary won Cliff Keen. <laughs> I'm ha- good for him. Honestly, good for him. No, but Tate was in the uh, the um, bracket. Tate Orndorff. Where's Gary? Well, okay. Where's he ranked at? Is he ranked? Have he always got? Oh, him. I mean, he's a, he's fourteen and four. Tate's eleven and three. They got a uh, Gary ranked tenth on Intermet. Yeah, and they got uh, Tate ranked twelfth. Honestly, that to me that was, I I don't think that was money you needed to spend on, on Orndorff if you're giving him money. I I thought I thought. Gas Tank Gary earned his scholarship at Ohio State. Honestly, he's fun to root for. He's a home state guy. He can win some matches, and he was still improving. Plus, he wrestles with a chip on his shoulder. Right. Tate wrestles with a chip on his taint. I mean, it just right. I'm just not seeing it. I just I just don't get it. Are you are you going dick and fart jokes for me? I have to. I have nothing else of value to add. I love that I'm looking at some of these rankings and I'm like, I have no clue who Wyatt Hendrickson from Air Force is. Oh, dude, I've been looking at these rankings and I'm like, I don't know what's happened. Yeah. God, it's only been like two. Like, did they combine D2, D1, 2, and 3? That's what it feels like. <laughs> I was like, Kizan, K- K- uh, how do you say it? Kizan? Kizan? It's, well, it's, it's Kishan. Kishan. Clark? Yeah. He's at North Carolina? Had no idea. Yeah. No, no clue. I thought he was a senior. Well, he was. <sighs> Sorry. Remember last year didn't count. I get it. I got to beat you over the head. No, I don't remember it, and it doesn't make sense to me. So that's why it doesn't count. All right? <laughs> like, like it. You do know Gable Stevenson won the Olympics, right? I do know that Gable Stevenson is the best wrestler in the world, pound for pound, no matter what. Yeah. And there is no way it should be possible for him to backflip 19 feet in the air. He's going to wrestle that Iranian guy at that ballpark uh, match. Speaking of Gable, so um, I, I will tell you, I've kind of watched some highlights, and even my dad brought up Gable this uh, this weekend at my daughter's dance competition, and he was like, he, for, for a guy who's like in his 70s and who, when he watches wrestling, y- you really have to have like the, um, 
the heart attack paddles on standby because he, he's like on the edge of his seat, like he's like moving and twitching and stuff. Like um, he really gets into it. Um, but he even he was able to notice. He said, "Man, that guy's really calmed down since he was a freshman, like matured." And I think that go. I think that's a hell of a compliment for a guy like Gable because. We knew that Gable had all the talent in the world. There was no reason he should have lost to Kassar that year. You know, there was twice. no twice. There was no reason. But he went out there, he wrestled kind of kind of like an asshole. And not not in a good way. Not not the good way that you want your wrestles. Right, not the way he's wrestling act. now, like confident. Now it's now. but now he's getting standing ovations at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Yeah. You know, he's getting standing ovations where he wrestles and he's beating everybody and he's dominating. Didn't he just beat the crap out of Cassiope? He did. Cassiope's good. Was that that was at Carver, right? Yeah, yeah. And Gable got a standing ovation from Carver Hawkeye Arena. I know. Like they don't give standing ovations for anybody that's not wearing a black and gold singlet. Well, they're normally standing and they're they're ovating something, but normally it's two middle fingers <laughs> in the air. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see him. I'm glad he's doing what he's doing. So there are a couple of good duels coming up uh, on on uh, Friday, I believe. Um, Penn State, Penn Michigan, State, Michigan, Iowa. Ohio State. I figure, you know, we don't got to go through line by line, but uh, you know Drew Hildebrandt's at Penn State, right? I do, yeah. Um, again, again, I, yeah. none of this makes sense to me, but I get it. They're there. I think that um, – I, I understand Drew Hildebrandt being at Penn State a hell of a lot more than I understand Brady Berge being back at Penn State. <laughs> Like I don't know how like you get paid to like, do something I, 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 and like, come back and like, like I feel like you know next week it's going to be announced that Jaggers is wrestling for Oklahoma State you know I just don't get it <laughs> I hope not we could use him <laughs> can he wrestle fifty seven I think there's a couple good matches at uh, PSU Michigan though that uh, one I do think that Seriano Hildebrandt will be a good match I mean I I think that obviously Seriano is going to win but we haven't really seen Hildebrandt um, against a top level guy and he's had some close matches already. Um, Hildebrandt? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He barely beat uh, yeah. the dude from Rutgers who's actually um, f- uh, from Lorraine, Ohio. Tough little guy. Um, Oliveri? Uh, no, he's. Uh, oh, shit. Oliveira? Oh, Rutgers. Yeah. Oliveira's at 25 for Rutgers, right? What's his name? He's. Uh, oh, no. Dylan, Dylan uh, Schroever. Schroever. He's thir- sure. oh, okay, okay, okay. Sharver, okay. yeah, he's thirteen and three. He's from Lorraine, man. He's an Ohio, Ohio guy. Uh, so they had a really close one. Uh, I don't know if D- Drew Hildebrandt's going to give them everything they thought when they brought him in. Granted, he's an upgrade. I think he's going to give them more than what they had. Oh, for sure. Um, he took fourth last year. Where's Robbie Howard? He's redshirting. He got hurt. I think it's oh. a shoulder. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, it's always great when you can use other teams. As your farms, <laughs> yeah, your, your farm, farm system. system. Yeah, I'm sure Central Michigan's pumped about that. Um, Meechik Lee. That's going to really tell us where Meechik's at, because um, Meechik's not a big 41. So let put it this way: D'Amelio was bigger than Meechik. I don't think Meechik has ever really been big at the weight classes he's wrestled. You know, even yeah. when he was at 33, Seth Gross looked a hell of a lot bigger than he did. I mean, and yeah, I, I'll keep talking since you got up and put the microphone down. But that was really where you were supposed to like step in and like <laughs> commentate there. But um, again, Michic, oh, sorry, <laughs> Michic has never really been the biggest guy at the weight class. What Michic has always been is a guy that can slow guys down, and he's also extremely technically Dude, sound. He's, so technical. he's technically Sadly, sound. Man, it's crazy. What he's able to do with that Russian two on one, which honestly is, it's kind of like a lost art anymore. 
at right. the college level. Yeah, a lot you of know, guys it, it, that. It, most a lot of guys aren't using it anymore. And the, what he's able to do with that, um, I know he gave you know Pletcher fits with it for, for, for many Man, times. He, he, yeah, he could ne- Pletcher could never touch. Pletcher was never able to beat him. You know what I mean? Well, he did. He beat him at Cliff Keen. Oh, that's right. That one. That, that one, one time. Crazy. Yeah. And it was like one of those ones that's like, okay. Stuck him on his back, put him on his back. Yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah. It was one of those ones where you're like, okay, that probably is not going to be replicated. You know what I mean? So I think now that, you've good got memory. Me, now that you've got me looking at this, you know, and the fact that. Well, that's a good idea. Michich has only wrestled three matches this year. Right. Okay. So where's he at with his, with his conditioning? Where's he at with his, with his training? Nick we wrestled Lee, the Olympics, right? Nick Lee's, I mean, well, yeah, but that wasn't, that wasn't last well, week. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that's why he's still kind of just getting exactly. back into. Exactly. Okay. I got your point. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Nick Lee, he's a collegiate wrestler through and through. He's 8-0 on the year. Um, he's coming back from COVID, though, apparently. Or, or at least what they said on, um, on Big Ten was that he was in uh, protocol. So I, maybe protocols could be something different. Like it could be a concussion. But I'm guessing it was probably the COVID. Probably COVID protocol. Yeah. Um, and look, I, I haven't had COVID, thankfully, but I've talked to people that have I had did. COVID. <laughs> and even when you test negative, you're not feeling 100%. Like, right. you're still coming back. Your body is drained. And, you know, no, I was sick so I understand. I and I was like, we were talking, we were talk, talking off, off mic earlier about how, you know, after he was d- done with COVID but still in protocol, how he didn't wrestle that match against – um. Uh, Rivera. Rivera. Sebastian Rivera, right? Yeah. Which yeah. You, that's not a match you want to wrestle yeah, it, coming so off. So I understand regardless, you know, of, of sitting that match. If these two guys wrestle, I would love to see these two guys wrestle when they're both on top of their game because I think Nick – Stevan Micic is the puzzle that you have to figure out how to solve. Nick Lee, you, know, kind of, you is, know the puzzle. kind of a puzzle. You just got to be able to be able to – you got to be able to handle it, what he throws at you. You just got to be able to keep up. Like, let's just go back to the last time I think Nick – well, we saw Nick Lee last, lose one time last year to the Riddler. And then before that, we saw him lose uh, one time the year before to Pletcher, and Pletcher was able to solve the puzzle basically just by not getting completely worn down and slowing Lee down as much as you can. I mean, it- slowing Lee down doesn't look like slowing other people down. It looks like you know trying to take off like the last ten percent that Lee has to get him at ninety percent rather than we're going at a hundred. I think that's a very valid point. I mean, Pletcher won that match six to five. Really trying to slow him down, like even just a few percentage right. points. And that was um, when Pletcher was like almost unbeatable on top of his game. I mean, yeah. I mean, we'd never seen a guy make a turn like that in a while. You know, when he bumped from thirty three to forty one, that was crazy. He was just majoring everybody. Um, I think I'll take Lee in this match for sure. I think early on, because with I mean, with what we've seen against Michik, look, I mean, it was. It was an inspiring performance, I guess, to say that he beat D'Amelio 12-7, to but he still gave up points late, which makes me think that his conditioning not, might not all be there. I tell you what, if you're in the third period and your conditioning isn't quite all there, it's going to be tough against Nick Lee, as long as he's, you know, he's at, you know, 90-100%. I mean, Meech definitely has to be well-rested. He's wrestled three, rest, three matches in college in the, over the last three years, so obviously he's well-rested. Um, <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, I like how it says senior, redshirt senior. They need to do like red shirt, shirt, red, 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 right. red, red shirt, senior. Anyway, um, no, I'm with you. I'm, I, I like Nick Lee in this match just because of the fact of I, I, I think Michich is probably still getting his uh his wits about him on a college right. map. Right. Yeah. And and Lee's a badass rider. Think about not have, not even working on bottom for the past couple of years because you're just focusing on freestyle. Then you got a guy like that riding you. Michich can ride too, though. I mean, 
D'Amelio didn't have too much trouble getting out from him, but yeah, I get your point. Um, Master Staraki, last time they wrestled, it was 1 1. Uh, went to overtime, went to, went to that, went to rideouts, and Logan Massa tried to do a Granby. I remember this. Massa tried to do a Granby, and Staraki stuck him on his back. Um, you know, Massa wasn't even going to come back, right? Right. Massa was out. And then all of a sudden, they were like, oh, shit. We got a chance to win this in Detroit. And then Massa came back. He looked good. He looked good against uh, in the third period against uh, Ethan Smith. I'm not picking against Starachi. That's the thing. Okay, I'm Is not Starachi going to. Is Starachi the next type of Penn State guy that was like Mark Hall? Lost a match or two randomly as a freshman. Ended up winning it still. Willie Saylor said now the year that Starachi was in red shirt that he is the next Mark Hall for Penn State. Right. That's and, what I'm thinking. You know, what he did, what he was able to do last year, flip that script. Uh, on Kemdog. On Kimmer. A guy who, I mean, Kimmer, Kimmer beat him last year either at, at Biggs. I think it was at Biggs 7-2. to two. I thought it was the duel. Was it? Well, no, you know, it must have been Biggs. It, it, it was the Biggs. I, I th- yeah, it was at Biggs. He beat him 7-2. Anyway, to two. And for him to flip that. that and win, you know, take that match 3-1 to one sudden victory for the, for the title. Like, it was Biggs. Starachi, I, I think just, I still think Logan Mass is one-dimensional on his feet, okay? And I think that's something that's hindered him a lot through his college career. He's been doing a lot of these, he's, yeah, he's either the double or the he low wrestles level from space. Shots, right? Wrestles from space, so it's either the double from space or kind of like low level singles. Like he likes to get into scramble situations, right. and I don't think Starachi's a guy that you want to scramble with. I, I don't. I'm not sure Starachi's guy. Starachi's guy you want to take the mat with. Now, here is the thing: Starachi has not been tested this year, uh, except for against Foca, who's who's good, uh, mm-hmm. the guy from Cornell, and um, you know, but Foca's definitely not like. A, a camera or a massa at least, and he um, had a, a, a somewhat close match with uh, Solis from Maryland. I mean, eight to three. You know, other than that, he's kind of blown everybody out with a lot of majors. Um, Doing Starachi things, right? I mean, right? Can we just just call it what it is? Right. I, I'm not sure Starachi is or Staraki or whatever. I don't. I don't know. I forget what they said it was. I'm not sure if he's like Aaron Brooks level. They're both on the same. You know, same. Age path, dude. He's got an eighty-two percent bonus rate this year. Eleven and zero for sure. Okay, um, national. He's a returning national champ. We're talking about a returning national champ for Penn State who's undefeated with an eighty-two percent bonus rate. He's done. He's doing everything he needs to Man, be doing at this point. This shit way All too right, much, he's doing we? everything he needs to be doing, and regardless of who he's wrestled or what the scores are, you know, a three to two win, an eight to three win, whatever. Right. The guy he he should be considered right now the hands-on favorite. He's lost two matches in his college career. One one a match where he got kind of put on his back against Donald Washington in like his first one of his first matches of his non red shirt year, which is you know kind of like a similar to Mark Hall type thing. Yeah, Mark Hall lost to um, he lost to dude Brucky. from Central Michigan, Brucky from Central yeah. Michigan, right? And he also lost to um, Alex Meyer in his first match where he got his red shirt pulled. Yeah, at Carver. Yeah, at, at Carver. Carver. Yeah, but but that's what I mean because I'm not knocking Mark Hall. I'm just saying he's it's almost like a very eerily similar path. And then Mark Hall went on to just basically be dominant against everybody except for Zahid Valencia. And Bo Jordan. Bo got him once. <laughs> Bo got him once. Twice. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only once that counted. Um, but, no, your, your, your point's well, well taken. And I think that they, they – and I'm not saying this. I'll take Starocki all day. They're, they're similar wrestlers, similar athletes, similar paths. Um, I, I do think – Aaron Brooks, you brought up Aaron Brooks. I think Aaron Brooks is more dominant 
more physically dominant, more physically and explosively dominant. I think he's a better wrestler. Okay. He's a better wrestler. Starachi, though, is a guy that you're going to find yourself in situations where you think you got him beat, and next thing you know, you're on your back. Right. Well, that's what happened last time they wrestled. There you go. So, and then, I mean, look, hey, we were just talking about Aaron Brooks. How about Aaron Brooks, Miles Amin? Literally the next match. I, I, there was a time, there was a time when I wouldn't have picked against Miles Amin, to be honest. Um, I, I, I think after what I saw from him last year, after what we saw from him against Caleb Romero, I'm not picking against Aaron Brooks. No, God, no. I mean, I think Miles Amin is great. He's amazing. And, 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 I, and I don't think that his close match against Caleb Romero is like a, a knock on him. I think, I think that's more of like a, hey, Caleb Romero wrestled pretty damn well. So, so this is... But... I gotta disagree with you. Look. Caleb look, Romero's never All-American, right? No, he's not. Miles Amin's taken third. Three times. Three times, and... Dude, he's got a good hit list. He's All-American only three times, right? Right. Okay, taken third three times, and he's an Olympian. Uh, he was an Olympic bronze medalist. There you go. So it, it's it is a knock on Miles Amin. Oof. I'm sorry, it, it is a knock on Miles Amin that he was only able to sneak out a victory against Caleb Romero three to one. It was sneaky too. So uh, I'm going to disagree with you there. Okay. So Brooks's only close match is against the dude that I know you like, who I really like, Kekison or Kekison. I think it's Kekison from you and I. Yeah, that dude is just an animal. An animal. And he beat Kekison three two. That's the only. That's the only match that hasn't been a uh, bonus this year for Brooks. For Brooks, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, those, me, and those are two guys that I want to watch wrestle all day long. Yeah. Give me Brooks um, by maybe a takedown or two. I'm not going to be so disrespectful to Amin because where's the good, match at? How good he's been. I don't know where that match is at. Find out. Um, well, yeah, you can do that. Well, I can't because I'm I'm handling the recording stuff, Ben. Oh. And you have like two. Oh, uh, it's in Ann Arbor. It's in Ann Arbor. Got it. See, I figured it out before you even could make fun of me. There you go. Good for you. Um, I'm still taking Brooks. Yeah, I like Brooks by at least a takedown or two. Yeah. Brucky Max Dean. Oh yeah, remember Max Dean's at Penn State. Max Dean's at Penn State. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, you did. I absolutely did not know that. You didn't? No, I did not. Oh, wait a minute. Didn't Gabe Deaton go down there, too? Gabe Deaton left because <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. No, I want to hear it. No, I think that Ben, you said we were going to become the TMZ of podcasts, and I like that. So. I, I thought there was like a, an issue with like vaccines and stuff, and Gabe doesn't support vaccinations. Oh, of course he doesn't. Do you know there's and like, I love Gabe. Do you know, you know a, he doesn't support vaccinations. I know. Gabe was on our podcast. He was great. Hey, man, Max was, too. Yeah, he was. That was actually... Uh, those were two really good pods. They were. You guys should go find them and listen to them. Yeah, you should. because <laughs> Don't listen to this one. <laughs> go find those. You know there's an Athletes for Medical Freedom <laughs> group now? <laughs> I'm like, God, give it up. They're like, we're not going to take the vaccine, but if we tear our ACL, of course we want surgery on it. We don't want a Reiki healer to, like, you know, pray over our knee to get healthy. We, we want surgery. We want, we want medical freedom. But we don't want a vaccine that's been proven to lessen the side effects of the COVID-19 virus. Um, I just don't understand it. I mean, this is definitely something that we should not talk about on the podcast. Yeah. TMZ or not. I'm double um, vaxxed and <laughs> boosted, and I still got COVID. So I'm giving them all the ammo they, they want. <laughs> you are? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Told you that vaccine didn't fucking work. Dude, I'm fat as shit and didn't get sick. You're alive. So Exactly, yeah. And trust me, my body, <laughs> it's not the greatest. And I've been putting a lot of things in it that... 
<laughs> you've been putting yourself in a lot of things too that yeah, break that's true. as well. So yeah. We digress. I've been, I've been giving a lot of the booster out. <laughs> but, but Max Dean is So Max Dean's at Penn State, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Did not know that. That's amazing. And he's looking good too. Why couldn't he come to Ohio State? Because Tom well yeah, it would make sense. Tom Ryan, I'm sure is a huge anti vaxxer. Jesus don't need no vaccination. We don't listen to this shit. We just want to hear wrestling talk. We don't listen to you to talk politics. Well, we're not talking politics. We're cracking jokes. And trust me, we make fun of ourselves plenty. And I'm not even sure we're talking wrestling. <laughs> Max um, Dean's ranked second to Ferrari. Oh, Ferrari's a bad dude. I know. He's so like, weird. I can't stand him. He's weird. I think he doesn't want you to stand him. Like, you're right. He I doesn't. Think that's what he likes. I don't like him. But I like him. I'm not a fan of like his antics, but I, I mean, him as a wrestler, he's pretty good. So 197 once, a de- once again just lacks overall lacking. You know, it's it's the days of you know Morgan McIntosh and uh, 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 our boy from Missouri, um, Jaden Cox, Jaden Cox, Colin Moore, Colin Moore, and you know Kyle Snyder, Gadsden, all those guys. Is long gone. I mean, now we have. Well, Ferrari's a beast. He he could compete with any of those guys. One, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I'm just saying. But, under, but I mean, after AJ Ferrari, like it's kind of like Dean is a. I like Dean. I've always liked Dean. Rocky Elam. Rocky Elam's a stud. Nino Bonacorsi, up and down. Up real and up down. and down. Rocky, he all American one year. Look at Ballsax. He's a Rutgers. Do you know the Ballsax? Was, was wasn't he at Clarion? Yeah. Okay. Ain't nobody's anywhere anymore, dude. It's like, it's like who's on first, dude? It's mercenary shit. There's all the Big Ten teams are stealing like the good wrestlers from the smaller schools, and I I don't like it. You know, I, I watched the movie The Blind Side last night because Ohio State's not getting any of them. <laughs> I watched the movie The Blind Side, and at the end of the movie, uh, Michael Orr is is meeting with the NCAA compliance officer, and right. she's like, "Well, there are people within the NCAA institution that are worried about that boosters are going to start adopting." Poor, great athletes right. and push them towards their schools. So, Ben, I say we should get in. We, we should get in the foster care business. That's right. And start finding some of these athletes. We're gonna feed them. Okay. But we're. But here's the thing. We're not going to. Because I know feed for a fact, we like. we're gonna sell. I know them for the a fact litter. that Nate Carr was living in Prodigy at Prodigy Wrestling Academy with his family. David could have stayed with us. <laughs> <laughs> we could have pushed him. We could. Where would we go though? That's the thing. I'm not feeding him to Ohio State. I'm feeding him to the highest bidder. Oh, yeah. I'm, App, App State comes in with some money. I'm sending oh, them. King University? T- it's yours. Did you say King? <laughs> Life you? David, you're going NAIA, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Trust us. <laughs> oh, God. I think we could. this could be misconstrued as some really bad... Podcasting? Like, just talking about selling people. No, it's... it's, it's it's, it's, it's humor. Lighten up, people. Okay. It's humor. Lighten up, Ben. Where'd you, where's your humor? Since the humor went gone. <laughs> Where have all the cowboys gone? You used to do podcasts in your underwear in my freaking spare bedroom. It was hot. It was hot. Your knee pits are sweating. Um, I, I don't know who I'm going to take between Max Dean and Pat Brucky. Probably Dean. I'm going to take Max Dean. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll take Max Dean. I like this last one. And I think this is a good one to talk about to kind of end on for this conversation. Okay. Paris Kirkliet. I'm a huge Mason Paris fan. Yeah, me too. Plus, Kirkley used to wrestle for Ohio State, so I hope he loses every match where he's not wearing a scarlet. I, mean, I don't gray think he shirt. ever really wrestled for Ohio State. I think he showed up there for a little bit. 
but he definitely never wrestled for Ohio State. Um, you know, Paris are, Paris is one and zero against him, and their one time meeting in college. Right. Um, I don't remember what the score was. Uh, uh, majored him eleven to three. This was last year at, at, at the conference tournament. That's majored right. him eleven to three. But Kirkley um, was coming back from like a bad knee, it, and it doesn't matter. Outside, if, if Gable Stevenson wasn't there, I mean, Mason Paris would be your, you know, your hands-on favorite to win a national title at 285, right? I mean, I would think so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a great match, and, you know, it, it'll be great to see, like, maybe the the levels that Kirkley has been able to jump in that Penn State room after a full, you know. I think I'm going to take full, I, I I'm going to take Paris, especially since it's in Ann Arbor. Yeah, it's just one of those stupid things where I'm like, why not? Penn State always wins. Yeah, this and honestly, the stupid things are the ones that usually win. I mean, you well, usually get those right. Kirkland's also like pretty fucking good. He's great. <laughs> like, let's not. Act he's, like he's really not good. good. Um, I just, I, I think, Mace, I think we forget how great Mason Paris is. Oh, I don't. That fireman's carry. How many times did he lose to Conan Jennings? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I'm going to take Mason Paris in that. I think it's going to be a great... This is going to be a great duel. It's going to be an awesome duel. Who do you think wins this duel? Okay, let's see here. Uh, three. Hold on. I could probably add this up for me. I'll tell you here in a second. Three. I'll give Siriano three. I'll give Bravo Young three. Could be bonus. Give Lee three. You're giving Suriana only three over Hildebrand. I think Suriana gets the major. Okay. I mean, that's what he's done this year so far. He's got two majors over Heinzelman, I'm Gage Curry. I'm going to pick uh, Michigan over Bo Bartlett. I just don't think that Bo Bartlett's that great. Actually, Suriano has got he's, – he's bonused in all of his matches this year. A tech fall and two majors. Um, I, I think Suriana can get, can get a major decision in this match. Okay. I, I personally think that Hildebrand's a little over, overrated. Because of the COVID year, that's he's my personal opinion. Around. He's always been around, and he's a solid wrestler. Wrestler, great wrestler from a great wrestling family. Sister, we had on the podcast. Right. Okay. Um, I, I just think he's just a little bit. I think he's overrated, and I think the fact that he's at Penn State and with that COVID year, I got Penn State winning six up a little more. matches. Six, so bonus is going to come into this. So I've got, well, I, but but one of those matches I got Penn State losing is uh, Bo Bartlett. Who it's either Caden Store or Cole Matten, so I've got you I've, got Bartlett losing against either Store or Matten. Yeah, I just I'm not super impressed with Bartlett. I hate to say it. Um, so I got Soriano winning. I've got Store or Matten winning. I've got Lewin winning. Well, if he does wrestle Cole Matten, Bartlett already has a win over Matten in their career. He beat him last year eight to four. Okay, um, in the duel. So I, you know, he's got that going for him. That's true. I got Luan winning, Camamine winning over Edsel slash Bergy. Uh, and that's that's it. Yeah, I think the Penn State's gonna roll, bro. You think so? I mean, I think this. If you want to talk about bonus, Soriano's got a good chance of getting bonus, but just that's one point. It's only one point, right? I mean, shit. Uh, RBY's got to get bonus at thirty three. But Ragason, I don't know. He getting bonus against Ragason, dude. Um, I mean, beat him nine to two last year in the right. duel. Right, nine to two. That's almost that's almost bonus. And that was. When Ragason was bouncing up and down weights. Now he's more of a steady weight. This is also after that uh, after RBI won a national title. Penn State's going to win a damn freaking title this year. 
I mean, they might. I mean, that's that's what they do. They win titles, Ben. It's not allowed. You know. Um, what do you think about? Okay, so we talked about um, uh, Ohio State, Carson versus Marinelli. Ethan Smith got a chance against Cameron. Cameron's got a real bad shoulder. Um, I don't think he does. I think he's got a chance to keep it close and keep Ohio State fans like on the edge of their seat excited about it and excited about his potential some more. But I don't think he's got a chance. I, I just think Kimmer is just a guy that's just – I hate using this word. It is Super so savvy. cliche, but savvy. He's just too savvy for him. Yeah, yeah um, I agree. And he's, and he's had a good year. Since he, so he's been out a lot. Since he's come back, it's 9-2, 17-1, and two pins. Okay, that sounds like he's got a horrible shoulder. Well, I mean, I'm, what I'm trying to say is – and one of them was against Nine House. Yeah, I mean – from Purdue, who's a, he's good, yeah, he's a tough kid. Guy. Yeah, um, remember Ben, there's levels of this shit. I know. Yeah, I don't think that Ethan Smith's gonna catch Camera. Um, I do think that Caleb Romero will get a win over Abe. Who Sasso got? If Muren at Max Muren. Okay, who I, they? Sasso pinned him last time with his funk, but um, I see it more being like a six four, six three match. Sasso controls, you know, that or he catches him, you know. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Assad, Romero, eh. Cassiope, Warndorf, Cassiope. I mean, that, that has never ended, not with bonus. Against, yeah, I mean, Cassiope, it's, it's crazy to think, like, the era that we're in with heavyweights, because if this was 20 years ago, Cassiope would be... Right. He, he would be a national title contender. Right. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and the thing about Mason Paris, he would actually have won probably a couple titles already. Agreed, agreed. Potentially. I mean, you know. Um, you know what match is going to be fun to watch? Just because, you know, my uh, is Drake Ayala versus Malik Heinzelman. I think that will be a cool match. It's not going to have huge implications, maybe on the national scene, but I think it will tell us where Ayala's at. I mean, you know, if he beats Malik Heinzelman, then he's actually beaten a lot of the Big Ten. You know, a lot of the stud Big Ten guys. Well, I think it's also going to tell us a lot about Heinzelman too. I mean, because yeah, Ayala's the real deal, right? Yeah, if Heinzelman beats him. Would you, you just say beat a dude that beat Ayala was one of the you know? Top in-state recruits out of Iowa. I mean, in, in, I in years, bigger, you, you know, maybe Teskey. No, no. I mean, Teskey was a pretty big in-state recruit. But I'm saying that Iowa landed too. You know what I mean? Like I can't ah, remember. Gotcha. Uh, that's a actually, actually that's a really great thing. Because Brands was a big recruit, but he, ain't, he wasn't Iowa. You know what I mean? No, no. So who was the last big in-state recruit that's done well for Iowa? I don't know. We're probably we're probably forgetting like a St. John's. Are we that back that far? Wow. I or, mean, the, back to the Jay Borschel. I forget if St. John's even from Iowa. Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Jay Borschel was huge, four-time Iowa State champ. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I look. Our Iowa listeners will tell us. Yeah. They, they, please they, do. Yeah, they always so. do. So, um, Ohio State's gonna get stomped. It oh. looks like Wrestle Stats breaking at thirty to six. And I would say that's probably pretty accurate. Um, I think, look, the only – I'm taking Karshla in that match. I like it. I'm taking Karshla. And, you t- and you're taking Marinelli. Yeah. All right. I like it. That could give us something good to talk about. That's right. And I'm not saying that later on down the road that Karshla can't do it. I'm just thinking it's good to feel somebody for the first time in a non-weird way. And even in a weird Actually, way. Actually, in a weird way, it's Dude, even better. It's even better. But who's that benefit Think about these two guys' style. Who's that benefit, like, wrestling feel them? F- for the first time? I think to feel the pace and the pressure of Marinelli is good. You don't think that Karshla has felt pace and pressure before? Not like Marinelli, bro. Okay. I, you ever wrestled a dude called the Bull? It's a valid that point. threw freaking 
uh, Vincenzo Joseph to his bag a couple times. I mean, it's it's a valid point. It's a valid point. I maybe I maybe I've not paid attention for so long. I'm definitely not being an Ohio State homer. Trust me, I'm not no. being Ohio. No, State you're not at all. Uh, there's just something about Karshla's style that that just really fascinates me, and especially against a guy like Marinelli. If Ma- I want to see Marinelli bang heads, try to get to that high crotch, and see what type of counter Karshla has for that. What he's able to do to that. Well, I, th- I think what you're you think the same thing that I do when you're saying like. Well, how do you score on him? You know, how do you score on Karshla? Right, probably the same way you score on Marinelli. You're gonna have to chain wrestle your ass off, yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna have to beat them on something stupid that they do. Yeah, I really wish I could go back and watch. I haven't watched it in a minute the the Karshla Griffith match, um, because that's the only that's the only let's, time. That, do you have that? Uh, no, I don't. So if you do, let's let's find that and watch. It's on that. Flow, and I I canceled my subscription to Flow. I'm, I'm sure we got somebody's we can use. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You hear that flow? There was something I was going to say. Uh, what I will say about Marinelli is I did watch his match against Bronicle recently, and I was very impressed with the way Marinelli rode Bronicle. Very impressed right. with that. What, wasn't going to turn Wasn't going to turn him, but Bronicle was not getting up. And I think he rode him out to end the match. He didn't ride him out for the win, but rode him out to end yeah, the match. Yeah, I think it was 4-0. Um, so. And so is Karshla a guy that could struggle to get out from Marinelli? The one thing Ohio State's done this year, no cap, is that they've been able to get out on bottom. Well, when like you got way more, you got Bo Jordan in your corner, you're gonna learn how to get out. Oh dear. <laughs> no. Well, it's, Bo's, Bo's better than Micah getting out. Let's be honest. Oh, Micah still hasn't figured out how to get out get out of the room. Micah's still on bottom somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, that's all I got, brother. I love it. Um, hey man, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Peace so, be with you. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you guys on about 362 days to break down the uh, talk about recap the national championships of 2022. Now we're going to recap the PSU Michigan duel. I know from 2022. We're back. No, in 360 days. We're back. We'll see. We're back every Monday night. <laughs> okay. Coming to a podcast location near you. All right, that's all we got. Episode number 120 in the books. It's good to be back. Thanks, Ben. Thanks to whoever listens. If you listen to this, give us any feedback. Tell us what we got wrong. Tell us what we got right. Um, help us, actually. Help us. Because, like, yeah, we're, we're like, trying to learn again. Uh, yeah, yeah, Yes, trying to learn. Uh, I'm willing to give you my cash app, Venmo, PayPal, all of that stuff. Help us out. We need some help. That's all we got for you. And as always, don't wind up on your back, bro.